I want to thank everybody out there for their purchase. We surely appreciate it. What you about to witness is my thoughts. Just my thoughts, man. Right or wrong. Just what I was feeling at the time. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Uh. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is the Mark Sclair Failing My Way in Public to Success podcast. Thank you for joining the show. Let's kick this off straight away and say you should be seeing my ugly mug right now, but you're not because I wasn't able to get the camera sorted, wasn't able to get the light sorted, and it's all excuses, and I've been holding it off, and I want to kind of film this, but saying that, I feel that me just talking into a camera um, in this sort of way, mm, I, don't, I don't think there's any point in that. So that might be what's holding me off. But in regard to interviewing people, I need to be recording that and I'm just not interviewing enough people. When I started this podcast, it was about getting successful people on the show, business people, sports people, and understanding like what it takes to be quote-unquote successful. But I've really got this idea of like doctors, um, scientists which kind of helps you understand better about what it takes for you to to become better so then you can then look at these other people and kind of model and, and mimic what they're doing as well but it's the science behind it all really which is gonna which is gonna get you to that level and I've just not been doing I've not been doing enough for that so I'm calling myself out about that but if anyone if anyone is listening to this not sure how many people are, but if anyone's listening and knows anybody that wants to come on this show which has that experience, that can give people advice on getting in a better frame of mind, understanding your body better, understanding your mind better, understanding your food better, um, all of these little things which are actually massive but little changes we can make is going to make you a better person. So let's get going with this now. Uh, this is a bi-weekly podcast and again it's not this is coming into the third week now which obviously isn't bi-weekly so I had to get this down before the third week finished there's been a lot that's gone on though so there's a lot to talk about let's lead off with the fact that I got to meet Stephen Bartlett this week Stephen Bartlett now people might know him from Dragon's Den but I've known him. Well, I've known him. I've known. I've 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 watched him from afar um, for quite a few years now. Originally listening to his podcast, Diary of a CEO, where again he started with just him documenting his diary, um, which was just extraordinary stuff. And I love the way he did it. Love the way he articulates stuff. But then he started to interview people, uh, which was just like next level. And he's a great. He's great at interviewing people. He's a great interviewer. And he knows how to, and I guess he's learned this as well by doing it, which is so important. The only way you're going to get better is by doing it. But where I met him this week was at the Aldar Experts event. And I've got to have a big shout out to Sonia for sorting this out. She is the brokers, partners, management, um, relationship manager person. She organised this big event at Atlantis the Palm and I was able to attend and uh, Stephen was the keynote speaker, so he came in and he gave some social media advice, some business advice, some personal advice, just all levels of things, really, because he does have that sort of, for 29 years old. I mean, he's such a wise person, way, way, way beyond his years. 
but I just want to kind of talk about a little bit about what he spoke about. Um, and usually with this with this um, documentation that I do, it normally is about 10 minutes, but this is going to run a little bit longer. I can see this running into 20 minutes or so. So stick around. There's going to be some good information. There's going to be some good advice from Stephen, some things I've learned, and I want to kind of share with you. So first of all, I like the way that he kind of said, look, these are, t- started the presentation, these are 10 questions that people tend to ask me. And he, st- and he puts a question up on the board, on the big screen, and, and he starts to explain it. But it was all different things like, you know, uh, how to be a good marketer, how to, uh, what's good, what works right in this area, why has this failed, why has that happened, why was I able to succeed when no one else was doing it? The general sort of questions, but he just... You know, he gave good examples, he gave good case studies, he told good stories. And this is so important when you're doing a presentation. But one thing he spoke about, because he got into quite a lot about this whole idea of um, fake news and the way the elections were won. And like 90% of the information which was published during uh, the election was actually fake news. And we were being driven by what is out there. And, and it's happening now constantly we you hear people arguing i hear people having full-on full-out blown arguments because they've read an article and they believe that as being true and it turns out it wasn't true so before you actually decide to have an opinion before you decide and it's great you'd like kind of learn stuff but make sure you're learning in the right places you know make sure you found the right source and then covered that source and then and then confirm that source but he told this story uh, which was very interesting, and it's one thing. So he has all these. The way he was able, sorry for kind of back and forth in here, but he was able to become to build success because he got into the idea of these pages on Facebook, which nobody was kind of taking an interest in, but there was hundreds of thousands of people which were going to these pages, and he was trying to bring people to his site. And he was doing flyering, he was doing leafleting. And what he understood was that's not where people's eyes are. Where are people's eyes? And they were all on these pages. So he was um, communicating with the people that own these pages. And a lot of the time he would end up buying these pages. But to take that forward, he then spoke about this idea of this fake news and how you can manipulate somebody or lead somebody to think something and drive a whole audience into into making these crazy decisions. And what he spoke about was he invented this footballer called Rex Secco. Now, Rex Secco is a pseudonym, pseudonym for a word which was at this event and all those letters made up, once you changed it around, the name Rex Secco. So he then created this news article or this something in the media saying Arsenal are linked with a player called Rex Seco, and the rumours are he's up for sale for 34 million. Now this guy never existed. But all of a sudden the media started picking it up and what you start to see was people in the comments section were saying, I've been following Rex Seco for years. He's an amazing player. You know, he's one of the world's best and he'll be great at Arsenal. This person did not exist. But there's thousands upon thousands of comments. There's people linking it. It's going on to social media. It's going on to the newspapers. Everyone's talking about this thing. And he actually just made it up. And it was the idea of showing like what was possible 
from creating something which wasn't even real and leading a whole mass hysteria about somebody signing or Arsenal signing a player for £34 million and it wasn't even true. So all these newspapers that we read during the January transfer window or the summer transfer window and it's all BS. There's so much crap there. And I'll give you an example. Like in this WhatsApp group I'm in, the endless amounts of shit that people talk in that group about this player going here and that player signing there. And 95% of it is just a load of bullshit. <sighs> yeah. Um, so along with other things he spoke about the Cambridge Analytica he spoke about uh, the idea of uh, invisible PR so he spoke about this guy called Man vs Food and he went up to this guy and he wanted to ask him a question the guy said go away I haven't got time for this and what the guy didn't realise was that Stephen Bartlett ran one of the biggest food pages in the world and this guy was into food. That was his thing. And he, he documented it on his podcast. And then he, uh, when nobody was really listening, like a thousand people, but he also told his team of like 300 people. So they all now believe that this guy was a douchebag. And then a few years later, he then mentioned it again in one of his speeches. And it just caught, it just, it got traction. And it ended up leading to this guy messaging him saying like, why are you, why are you saying this about me in your podcast? But, and it's a shame because this invisible PR is that now people are led to believe this guy's a douche, but should he have to bend at the knee to every single person that approaches him, or should he just be allowed to enjoy his time? That is an argument, that's a discussion which you can have with somebody. If you put yourself out in the real world, if you put the real world, if you put yourself out in the world where you want to get attention, do you have a choice of when that attention is coming to you and not coming to you? That's a discussion to have, but um, because he did that, uh, Stephen Bartlett then messaged his group saying, oh, this guy just said this, and then everyone's led to believe he's an arsehole. Um, Stephen Bartlett ran one of the biggest food pages, could have made this guy even more successful than what he was. So we've got to be very careful with what we've done in the past, and, and you can call yourself out about it, you can say you're a douche before, but the more you get into social media, the more you try to build your brand, that's when people start to call you out about stuff you've done. So if you are going to start doing this, you have to be authentic, you have to be true to yourself, you can't be good one day and a douche the other, you have to be continuous, there has to be consistency, and that's what I try to do. You know, I'll get friends to call me up and be like, well, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? It's just me being consistent. It's me trying to be who I am. And it doesn't always match with with um, the maximum amount of people. But if there's a small niche amount of people that like what I do and like what I say, then I'm happy with that because that's that's who I am and that's true. That's ringing true with people. I'm not trying to grab an audience of people that I don't want around me. Like I said, I don't want these flash idiots that want to kind of outdo people or wrongdo people so they can make a load of money. That's not me. I mean, at this Aldar event, you know, that's the trouble of real estate. It's just full of those types of people. There are good people, don't get me wrong, but unfortunately they don't get the credit they deserve because, um, for example, my friend was telling me who, who was at the uh, event you know, he'd be at the Aldar office with his client and his client would get a phone call from an agent that was in the room saying, hey, don't worry about dealing with this guy. I will give you the 5% kickback. You know, the guy's in the room. But that also 
leaves a discussion of, well, how ethical is the actual client? Because that's the problem as well. These clients are not ethical either. So as much as you're trying to be ethical, the clients can be just as bad as what the actual agent is that you're trying to deal with as well. So you have to be careful with that as well. So moving on, um, the best part about this, apart from listening to his great stories, which were just amazing, um, I got the chance to ask Stephen a question. And the way, and I've mentioned this before in my podcast, but uh, I got to stand up and let's say what I did wrong, first of all, because I had it all in my head what I wanted to say. And then the last minute I was like, I wanted to say to him when I stood up saying, I can't even remember it now. First, um, long time listener, first time caller. That's what people say when they call up on the radio. But I said it completely the wrong way around. So absolute stupidity from my side. But anyway, and it was meant to be a question, but it turned into more of a statement to everybody. But I wanted to say to him how much his podcast resonated with me, particularly with the interview that he did with Jimmy Carr. Now, Jimmy Carr is a British comedian and he spoke about this thing. Jimmy Carr went to Cambridge University, which is just crazy to believe. But he went to Cambridge University and he suffered with dyslexia as well. And he said he only he only declared himself dyslexic so he could get a free laptop, which was, you know, brilliant to hear. But he's at Cambridge University and they start speaking about imposter syndrome. And he said he believes that imposter syndrome is pretty much developed at Cambridge University. Now, what he means by this is imposter syndrome is the idea that you're not good enough. You, should, you don't deserve that promotion. You don't deserve to be out there in the world. You don't deserve to be doing better than anybody else. You have this doubt and this self-doubt and, 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 no, and you'll never amount to anything. I know that resonates with a lot, a lot of people. But what he said, and it, it really hit a chord with me, is this idea of, yes, I suffer from imposter syndrome, but it made me work even harder because I didn't believe I had a right to be there. So what that means is he didn't get complacent. And this happens with so many people. And it's happened with me so many times. You get told you're good at something and you think, well, okay, I'm I'm good at that now. I don't need to work anymore. And uh, it turns out that you're only good because of the work you're putting in initially. And that's the difference. The people that put in that work hours and hours and hours, don't get complacent, make sure they turn up each day, make sure they make it happen. So I got up and I kind of did this speech and, um, you know, it felt like the Rocky Four moment after he's just beaten Drago and he starts speaking to the Russian audience and he says, you know, if I can change and you can change, we all can change. And um, I kind of turned around to the audience and pretty much said, you know, if you can turn this into a positive way, Yes, you have this doubt, but it makes you put in the work and it makes you sit that you don't become complacent. And I use an example of when only two hours before I was in a meeting and I thought I knew how to present. And then I get up on the presentation to a client and I completely fuff it up. Fuff it up, which was just because I thought I knew what I was doing. I didn't take the steps needed to make sure the slides were right, the flow of it was right. And I messed up, and I messed up. And uh, I want to thank um, Vic for recording me doing this speech with Stephen. So I'm very, very grateful for that big shout out to him. Um, and I also got to meet Stephen afterwards, which was amazing as well. Uh, just having a brief chat, but 
you know, it's just great to be around people like this and great to hear from people like this. And, you know, it is possible. It is possible. Like, if you can put in the work, make the right connections, be lucky as well. You have to be lucky. But you have to be lucky in a way that you run with it and don't become complacent and don't think the sun shines out your ass and put in the work and be humble and look after the people on the way up because they will kick you on when you're on your way down. So, uh, just to mention as well, like I also got to meet Lewis Howes at this event as well for the second time. And he remembered me from the other event, which was great. Um, he said it. He's like, oh, you were at the other event, weren't you? Like uh, a couple of months ago. So that was that was amazing. I mean, I am six foot four, so I'm probably quite hard to forget. But um, yeah, the event all round was, was brilliant. Uh, he just... Yeah, so much. So thank you for Sonia for, for getting me in the event. Thank you, Stephen and Lewis, for your energy. Um, it was great to see. And thanks, Spencer, for calling me Dave. My name's not Dave. My name's Rodney. So um, that was amazing. So moving on, we're about 17 minutes into this. I said it's definitely going to run a lot longer than 10 minutes because what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to document not just like my work week, but also what goes on around that as well. So my gym activity, for example. So for the past five weeks, I've been going to the gym six times a week. Oh, well done, Mark. Well done. You're a gym edge. Well done. Well, it's not so much about going to the gym. It's being in that routine. Like I have to get up. I have to do this. I do my prayers. I uh, make a coffee, I make a coffee Christina for when she wakes up. She does amazing because she does meditation pretty much every morning and it really gets her in a better frame of mind and she's a much better person for it. So thank you, meditation, for getting her in a, in a good frame of mind in the morning. But, you know, I get into this routine. So I, do my, I get up, um, I do my prayers, um, get a couple of things ready and then I'm in the gym and then I get back and then I do my stretching and then I do a bit of preparation, I do a bit of work or a bit of study and then I get into the office or I do a podcast like this now because it's, um, I started this at like 7.45 in the morning. So I'm in the gym um, and I'm putting in the work, I'm putting in the effort uh, but you know, I'd say 80% because I haven't got someone with me and I can't reach my maximum. And even like with my legs now, I'm going twice a week with my legs, which two months ago, I wasn't doing anything on my legs because I saw, I've had a problem with my back and my legs and I'm doing that. So I'm so happy and proud that I'm putting in that work. But there's a machine, this leg press machine, and I, keep, I get up to like level 17 and the thing keeps on clipping off. So I'm so worried that something's going to happen. Like it's, it's happened where it's, it's clicked off and I've kind of pretty much bitten my tongue because of doing it, because it kind of jumps, which isn't good. But uh, last week, I was actually quite ill, because uh, sounding like a little baby, but I caught a chill from uh, being in the swimming pool and getting out and either not drying off properly or just the wind or whatever it was. But it, yeah, it turned me uh, just head cold, which I probably still have a little bit now. But yeah, it was just horrible. It just knocks you for six, really. But I was in the pool because I was. I had a, a friend that was visiting with his wife um, and their little baby girl. who's was just an absolute angel. But we had a great time. So it's, you know, I want to talk about now about mixing that, you know, because um, most evenings I get back around about 7, 7.30, have a bit of dinner with Christina, watch an episode of something and go to bed. That, that's our time, really. 
Um, so all of a sudden, I've got a friend that's over, and we're needing to go out most most. Well, I'm needing to go out most nights and go and meet them because he's my friend and I want to see him. So I'm not. I'm very thankful and very grateful for that, but also as well. It's very hard to mix both things together because I'm still trying to get up at around five o'clock to go to the gym. Uh, so it knocked me for six a little bit. Um, yeah, it was it was t- it was a tough week, but I was still able to do six sessions. But this week on Sunday, which is when my week is meant to start with the gym, I had I had a rest day. So now I'm meant to be doing six days straight with this, and I'm, I've just finished my fifth day. So let's see tomorrow if, if I complete my sixth day, we'll see. But it's meant to be the uphill um, climb, uphill uh, incline, uh, speed walking. So let's get that done. But I've been doing some cryo. I've been doing some Salima, which is for my face, because I've had a like, breakout with acne, which is, you know, I'm 36 years old. Why the hell is that even happening? It's just pissing me off. So I'm making the effort. I'm, try- I'm spending money to make sure that my body is doing the best it can, and that's so important. But let's get on to uh, a friend that I want to have a shout out for now because he was visiting and I got to really speak to him like about what he's done the last couple of years because I've not seen him and I've been able to actually sit with him for a few hours now and talk to him. But he was able to jump on an opportunity and I'm just so proud of him for doing it. You know, he was speaking to somebody in his building and he, he started speaking about, the person started speaking about how they wanted to jump on an opportunity and this my friend took the idea of oh maybe I can help here so he ended up starting this business with this person and it's just gone on from there and I don't want to get into too much detail but because I don't know how much he really wants me to share but I'm just so proud of somebody that you know most people will have that conversation go home not thinking anything of it but he took it and he ran with it and because of that you know, he's becoming a success now and other people having to call him up because of the way he's run this business. He's now got people calling him up because of how how valuable the way he's doing it is. And again, I don't want to go into too much detail, but cause I don't, as I don't, he's, he's quite secretive, so I don't want to reveal too much of his stuff. But I just want to say to have to sit with him, to discuss with him and him say how much my videos not helped him because I don't want to say that because of what I did has got him to where he is because it's not true at all. But he said, you know, seeing my videos each day got him to kind of get up, be motivated, put in the work, put in the effort. And it's so nice to hear that. And I just want to return that thing and say, you know, what he's doing is so inspiring as well. So super, super proud of him. Well, not even got into work yet. Not even got into work yet. It's eight minutes past eight. I'm kind of feeling a little bit like, oh, I need to get into work, but let's talk about the struggles of work because taking on this opportunity, there's so much to do, there's so much to learn. I definitely feel so out of my depth. We've got an event coming up next week. Uh, I've got to start speaking about this thing and there's a struggle there. And we're taking on another product and I've got to do an online course with that. That's 95 hours um, of educate or learning, which I need to do. To, to run that with a full-time job and to run that with a team as well and to run that with people which need my help and to stay patient um, is is tough. It's very, very, very tough, but I'm, I know that I'm going to be better for it. So last week, we confirmed there's a new person coming in, but we're nowhere near ready for this new person to come in. So I've got under a month 
to kind of get an onboarding pack ready for this person because the worst thing I'd want, the, the, you know, I'd hate for somebody to start and just be like, what the hell's going on here? I have no idea, I've got no clue. So I am making sure that is happening. The onboarding pack, the welcome pack, uh, the CRM in place, that's the extra effort which I need to do. And it's good because I've got, I've got a cutoff point. I want, I want this person to start and be happy that, that she's, she's happy to be there. And tell me if you think this is wrong or right, but after we offered her the job, she then contacted somebody within the company and asked what it was like to work there. I think that's a great thing to do because you should find out what it is like. We could say whatever we want. We could say it's the best company to work in the world. Uh, but let's hear what the employees have to say. And it's important to be honest because you don't want somebody joining on false pretenses. Like I don't want somebody joining to say that they've made this sale or they've done this and it turns out it's all fake. So we've got to be careful. We've got to be careful who we're hiring. We've got to be careful what we're doing. But um, yeah, with this now, because we've got these different products, we've got our 10 different products and some are better than the other. I... The problem with sales is that people think it goes from sales to management, and it doesn't. There's different levels within sales. So I'm trying to build this level, this escalator of how they can get to the top of sales. And it comes from earning the way up. So when this person starts, they're not going to start with the best product. Yes, they're going to start learning it. And yes, they need to understand it because they will speak with people at times about it. But they will not be selling it. And that will mean they have to earn it. And that's the problem that people face. They join a company and they get given so much straight away and they've not earned the right to be there. And then they, and then when they start, even if they start doing well, they think, well, what's the next thing? And they think management. And management isn't for everybody. You can be a top salesperson and earn amazing money. You can be a top salesperson and earn amazing money. So um, got this struggle with work, so much to do. We've got an event coming up next week. We're trying to identify the people. How do you communicate with them? Got to do these email things. I mean, I just cannot tell you how much stuff there is to do. But I'm so happy we're doing it. But also as well, I just sit in the office sometimes and I just get to the end of the day and I feel like I've done nothing. I've done nothing. And it's, it's so hard because there's a 12-inch screen and I just feel there's so much information in there. And I feel like it should just be like Minority Report where I just pull all the information out and have it up on this screen, because I feel like there's just a block, because it's stuck in there, and I've got two screens now, but now I feel I need three screens, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's super tough, but it's a problem that I want, it's a problem that I want, and there's annoying people in the office, and you know, I've had to talk to some of them, there's been bitching going on, there's people that have been recording conversations, and playing it back to me, and it's just, it's not right, it's not right at all. And we're, we're meant to be a team. We're meant to be helping each other, elevating each other. But that's not that's not happening to, to the level that it should do. But it's going to take time. It's going to take time. We're building something here. Um, even the person that's meant to be helping me, helping me, like I'm shadowing. They've actually been away for 56 days. Fortunately, had some family issues. So it's been a lot of distance. Uh, but now that person's back in the office, I get to sit with them, and there's nothing better than that. You know, I've been I've been on some calls, I've been listening, but being sat with them and 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 absorbing what they're doing and how they're doing it, 
um, is so important. So I'm, I'm nowhere near the finished article. And I'll tell you one thing, this has definitely highlighted that. There's so much for me to do. There's so much for me to learn and so much for me to develop. But I'm in the right place for that to happen. And I'm super, super proud of that. So I'm hoping to do this still on a bi-weekly basis. I'm hoping to capture sort of information like this. Um, talk about key things that have happened. So on the next show, I'll be talking about what went on with the event. Um, what went on with the event? <laughs> Man, there was something else, but I can't quite remember now. But uh, yeah, there's there should be a lot that's happening in that event because, yeah, let's see what opportunities I grab from there. Let's see what happens. But thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you so much for being here. Like I say in the intro, you could have been anywhere else, but you're here with me right now. And I appreciate that. That's Jay-Z saying that. So thank you, everybody. Have a great day. And I will see you later on. Please, also as well, like oh, there's an outro here, but connect with me. Ask me questions. Let me know you're listening to the podcast. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a share. Let's, um, let's try and do something here, guys, because I'm pouring my heart out here. Um, and it's not, I want people to hear it because I want millions of listeners, but I just feel that there's not enough people which are being authentic and, and showing it as it is because there's struggles. There's real struggles happening in the world and people are not, people are thinking that everything's hunky-dory and it's not. But if we can learn from this and know what to do, because I'm not just trying to say, oh, there's problems, there's problems. No, we need solutions as well. We need solutions as well. And I'm trying to share those and I'm trying to be, give you examples and, and ways to, to get people to work better and perform better. And it, it's very much about listening and understanding and observing and then just listen to people, understand what they're going through. And, and not everybody wants a solution. You know, I'll give you an example, like, I won't say exactly who, but someone came to me crying and I was trying to solve their problem. They said, I'm not looking for you to give me a solution. I just want you to hear me out. How many people just try and talk, 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 listen to somebody, hear them out, and you never know. You might just learn something. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed a day in the life of someone who is failing their way in public to success. On a daily basis, I look to put out content that helps and inspires others. I'm all about giving value to people. So if you'd like to see what else I have, please like, follow and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Play, Insta, YouTube and LinkedIn. If you search by the name Mark Sclair. Thanks again and have a great day.